Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The Puritans played a significant role in the history of England in the 16th and 17th centuries and in the New England colonies in the 17th century. Puritanism was not the name of a denomination. Rather, it was a philosophy, a movement. The Puritans believed that the Church of England, which was separate from the Roman Catholic Church, was still too much like the Roman Catholic Church, and they labored to bring the Church of England back to the Scriptures. Some Puritans tried to do this while remaining in the Church of England. Others left the Church of England and worked to change it from without. The author Richard Ellsworth Day wrote that the Puritans provided us with the richest body of divinity since Paul the Tentmaker and Peter the Fisherman. His book, The Shadow of the Broad Brim, is a biography of Charles Spurgeon, presenting the life of Spurgeon in the light of how he was greatly influenced by the writings of the Puritans. He writes, Spurgeon first came upon some of their books in a dark storage room of his grandfather's house when he was a boy of six. He was so stirred by them that during the next 50 years, he ransacked England to secure their rich, racy writing, and dying, left a priceless collection of them. He so lived their thoughts after them and was so shaped by their views that he became in the 19th century the prince of the Puritans, the heir and successor of their glory. The Puritans produced many powerful writers and volumes. Thomas Adams was called the Shakespeare of the Puritans. John Trapp wrote an often quoted commentary on the Bible. Thomas Watson was a very popular Puritan preacher and author. And there are many, many others. If you don't subscribe to John Calvin's system of teaching, as I do not, then you should be aware that the Puritans generally did embrace his Reformed theology of unconditional election and limited atonement. In most of their writings, however, they didn't push these ideas on the reader. But if you're going to read or recommend the writings of the Puritans, be aware that you'll occasionally encounter some unscriptural concepts regarding election. My personal standard for reading any author of any age on subjects of faith is, did they know God? It doesn't take long reading most writers to determine whether or not they had a genuine, thriving relationship with the God of the Bible. And most of the Puritans, in my estimation, certainly did. One of my favorite books written by a Puritan author is a book titled The Bruised Reed by Richard Sibbs. Richard Sibbs was born in 1577. He graduated from St. John's College in Cambridge and advanced quickly as a scholar because of his brilliant mind. He was made a fellow of his college and he was rising to fame for his writing while he was still very young. As he continued to pursue his career, he was attending St. Andrew's Church. As Richard Sibbs heard the Bible messages week after week, he began to be convicted of the fact that he was a sinner before God and that he needed to be saved. Finally, he received Christ as his Savior, and very soon thereafter, he gave his life to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. He was asked to be the regular preacher at Trinity Church in Cambridge, and people began to come in large numbers to hear him preach. God used him to bring many people in that town to Christ. Word of Richard Sibbs spread, and in 1618, when Richard was 41, he accepted the invitation to become pastor of a church in London. Many educated and prestigious people came to hear him preach. Many of them were saved. 
While people who knew Richard Sibbs said they felt like he breathed out the very spirit of God, he himself was extremely humble and downplayed any talk of his own goodness. He had a thorough knowledge of the Bible, and he was one of the most beloved preachers of his day. Of course, it was in writing that Richard Sibbs was educated and skilled, and his writings for the Lord are his legacy. His favorite topic was the incarnation of Jesus. Perhaps his best-known and loved work in our day is the book I mentioned earlier, The Bruised Reed. I hope you'll listen carefully as I share with you a few brief but choice quotes from The Bruised Reed. God looks on a worldly mind with a greater detestation than any one particular offense. Weakness with watchfulness will stand when strength with too much confidence fails. How can we think that Christ will lead us out to victory when we take counsel with his enemies? What we desire to be, we shall be. And what we desire truly to conquer, we shall conquer. For God will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. Thoughts are seeds of actions. Ill thoughts are as little thieves, which, creeping in at the windows, open the door to greater. Willful breaches in sanctification will much hinder the sense of our justification. What a support to our faith is this, that God the Father, the party offended by our sins, is so well pleased with the work of redemption. When man strives against God, it is easy to know on which side the victory will be. It would be a good contest amongst Christians, one to labor to give no offense, and the other to labor to take none. Grace conquers us first, and we, by it, conquer all else. His presence makes any condition comfortable. That's a small sample of the writings of the Puritan Richard Sibbs. Christian, God will strengthen your heart every day with His eternal truth. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian.